Jade Seashell is a columnist for letstalksugar.com. It is a website that belongs to the world's biggest sugar daddy platform. I was thrilled to find out a little more about what Jade knows and can tell us about this whole world many wouldn't know about. Thanks for talking to me today, Jade. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Listen, so tell me, what is a sugar daddy? Um, a sugar daddy is a rich man who wants to spoil younger women. Oh, I love the sound of that. What about younger men too? Well, that should be a sugar mama and a toy boy. Ah, got you, got you. Um, what could a person expect dating a sugar daddy? They can expect luxury gifts and allowance. Very nice, very nice. And if someone wanted to meet someone rich for romance, friendship or business, how would they go about doing it? Well, it depends on whether it's romance or friendship or business. So let's start from romance. Sure. Let's say you are a woman who wants to meet a rich man. You can either join a website for sugar daddies or you can do it um, offline. Okay. So I can give you an example. You can crash a party, uh, maybe on New Year's Eve, maybe Halloween, right? Sure. Yeah, just go to the ballroom of a hotel and crash a party. I love that idea. Yeah. Have you done that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Mm. So that would be something sort of like for romance, I suppose, or friendship. How about business? Um, the real difference between a very talented wannabe and a celebrity is publicity. Sure. So if you want to meet the rich for business, you need publicity. You, you. you don't necessarily have to have mainstream fame, but you must have the right publicity. That's a, that's a very good point, actually. Very good point. Hmm. What is the normal arrangement for a sugar daddy baby arrangement? Um, it can be a um, mutually beneficial relationship. So, for instance, it's an arrangement with benefits but it also has emotional connection between the sugar daddy and the sugar baby so it's also a real connection and it doesn't necessarily just have to be sexual either does it that's right it doesn't have to be a sexual relationship it can be a friendship because a lot of people these days are just looking for company and friendship yeah that's right it doesn't yeah, necessarily yeah. have to be yeah. a sexual relationship yeah right that's where a lot of people have misconceptions about this whole setup anyway yeah um, I hear that Australia has the highest percentage of sugar daddies and babies among all English-speaking countries. Why do you think that is? Well, uh, I think it's because Australians are more open-minded and are less judgmental. And that's why. Okay. Mm. Because every time when I um, tell people I write a column for letstalksugar.com, right, in Australia, people say, oh, that's great. It's a great idea. Wow, I really like what you do. But when I told people I was writing a column for Let's Talk Sugar in America, people were more judgmental. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. The culture is a bit different. Yeah, it is. Because We are very open. Yeah, in because in Australia we are very open-minded. Definitely. Mm. Just going back for a second, how could a man meet a rich woman? Well, uh, if you're a man who wants to meet a rich woman, you can go to the posh neighbourhood and enter a cafe, right? You just wait in the queue of the coffee shop and you, you can observe who is the right woman you want to approach. So let's say um, the woman standing behind you is the rich woman you want to approach. You can just buy her a coffee 
Sure. So when it's your turn to pay for your coffee, you can say, I'd like to order a latte uh, and um, cupcake, right? And I'm also going to pay for her coffee as well. Yeah. Make sure she can hear you. Okay. And then she will want to talk to you. That's of a course, great idea. Because no one has done this for her. Yeah. If, right? Well, that's exactly right. Yeah. Most people in that position don't have people around them wanting to buy them stuff. Yeah. Because they already assume that they can yeah. buy it for themselves. But if you are a man, you can do this like a gentleman. Right. I think most men can do that to even not rich women, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice thing to do. Yeah, so make sure she's the right woman you want to approach. Sure. Mm, you, sure. You, you can look at the way she carries herself and you, you will tell whether she's the right rich woman or not. I think that's another thing. A lot of people would probably say, well, how do you know they're rich? And I think that in these days, uh, you know, even with your fake you know, Prada and, and Louis Vuitton bags and all that sort of stuff, you still can really see quality and you can see how a person holds themselves and presents themselves. So therefore, it's a, it is a lot easier to actually notice when someone does have money. Well, you, you, can, you can tell if you, are, um, if, if you are really sophisticated yourself, you can Correct. tell. Yeah. Correct. Mm. Ads talk. It's like Oprah, but not. So, question. Is it wanting more? Is it a love for money? Is it greed or just pure laziness that a person would date someone for money? Um, I think everyone's motive is a bit different. Sure. I don't believe in generalization. Everyone's situation is different, right? So uh, as far as I know, many people who want to date someone rich are people who already have money. Right. Because they want to marry up. Yeah. They don't want to marry down. I get that, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I can give you an example. I already have many rich clients myself, right? But I also want to meet more rich clients. Sure. It doesn't mean I don't have money. It means I want to grow my business as well. Yeah, yeah. So I can give you an example which happened to me a few years ago. So I remember about seven years ago, I bought something from a, from a company, right? So the, the assistant was very helpful. I said to her, what's your boss name? I'm going to write a letter to your boss. And I will say something like, congratulations, your assistant is very helpful, very sweet, very considerate, okay? Uh, so that's the letter to her boss. And I, I did it, that. I did it. That's so good. So I said, dear John, your assistant, Sarah, is very sweet, very helpful, and very considerate. That's why you have a very good business. Congratulations. That's a brilliant idea. And a few months later, Sarah was promoted by John. One year later, John was looking for a content marketer. Sarah recommended me to John. Uh, that's actually amazing. That's how I met a rich client. Right. It doesn't mean I'm greedy. I helped her first. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect her to give me anything. If anything, you were giving her something by paying her a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. And so one year later, John hired me as his content marketer, right? But he couldn't remember who wrote the letter to him about Sarah. But Sarah did remember. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe John could remember, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Sarah is very sweet, very helpful. That's a fact. And I helped him to grow his business. It was also a fact. 
Yeah. Right? I think that that's the thing. A lot of people assume that people are just either being lazy or greedy by, by going out and trying to find somebody that's rich. And I think that that is another misconception. It's because there are a lot of different situations. I mean, I know people that have, you know, sort of gone on sugar daddy websites to mm. find a partner purely because they have been brought up in a lifestyle that they're accustomed to, which was, you know, their parents have been very wealthy. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, they're not going to go to the local club and meet some labourer that, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know, yeah. It, Sure, I mean, we need to look at all aspects of people and fall in love with the person and stuff like that. But I think that there's still, you know, there's nothing bad about aiming for the right person that you you would like to be with. You know what I mean? Like, I think we all want better for ourselves. Mm. Mm. So how many of these relationships do you know of turn into marriage? About 12%. Wow, that's Mm. quite high, really. Really? You think that's quite high? Well... More than what I thought. I thought that none of them would. It's actually very interesting that it's even 12%. Yeah, 12%. And because of, because of that reason, do you know any facts about the age brackets and differences between... The average sugar daddy is in his 40s. Okay, it's still quite young. Yeah. yeah. And the average sugar baby is in her 20s. Wow, okay. So the age gap is big right yeah yeah mm. but they're not that big because there's a lot of people that are in those relationships anyway <laughs> <laughs> i mean i know someone yeah. personally and he's Mm-mm. he's just turned 50 Mm-mm. and his um new bride is 27 oh so i mean even that's and i mean that wasn't an arrangement that was, <laughs> they met in a nightclub so oh that's fair enough yeah oh by the way the divorce rate is very low in this kind of relationships right. That's because in a marriage, there are three pillars, right? So if we say the three pillars uh, are emotional connection, intimacy, and mutual benefits. So which two pillars are already taken care of in such a relationship? Yeah, that's an interesting point. Apparently, you can see mutual benefits is already here, right? And intimacy is also here. And if you can use plain English, you can maybe say sex, money, and love, right? So if we have two pillars in a relationship, it's already a very good relationship. Sure. If there's only one pillar, that's already sustainable. If you have three pillars in your relationship, you should be on Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or ends talk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, do you find sugar daddies upgrade their sugar babies when they start to age? Mm, some do, some don't. It depends on the individual. Um, I mean, the person who gives the most cares the most, right? So if you give more and more and more, you care more and more and more. Sure. That's only human nature. Yeah. So it depends on the individual. Okay. Mm. Um, and how would the younger sugar daddy be... Um, that you know of? Yeah, about 35 years old. That's quite young. That's quite young, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's incredible. It's actually getting younger and younger these days. Yeah, I think that I think that it's a funny thing, and sort of going back to the point we were just speaking about, it's not mm. just the people that are going out and seeking the rich people, it's also the rich people seeking someone that they aspire to and 
Do you know mm. what I mean? Whether it be someone that's you know, young, beautiful, and has a hot body, or mm. they want somebody that's intelligent and can and worldly and mm. can be in sort of situations with them, especially when they're escorting them places where they're also around dignitaries and and you know ministers and whatever it may be, that the person that they're with can also hold, you know, hold the level and 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 speak intelligently and you know mix with these types of people. When I was younger, I used to get paid by doing that. Right. So I just uh, go to a function and get paid by attending the function. Wow. Is that here <laughs> in Australia? Overseas and in Australia. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So I just got paid by talking and attending functions. Hmm. Wow. Just like that- many of these... Um, the social media stars these days, it's a very similar situation, really. Yeah, yeah. So that was about nearly 15 years ago, many, many years ago. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Um, and how old would the oldest sugar baby be? About 42. That's... Old? No, yeah, that's surprising. That's young. Yeah. Surprising? Well, 42 is... It's getting up there, you know. It's only eight years away from 50, so, I mean, that's quite old, really. <laughs> <laughs> how, you know? how do you define old? I suppose uh, we've been taught to sort of look at 50 as, as that almost cut-off age. I mean, I've just turned 50. And oh. so it's funny that, you know, from, from my upbringing and stuff like that, we always looked at 50 as that, oh, my God, well, that's, you know, and it's all downhill from now, where especially over, the say, the last 20 years, that's changed so much purely because of you know lifestyles health there's also all the cosmetic procedures you can do to make yourself look younger so now a 50 year old is almost like a, a 35 to 40 year old you know okay so, yeah i know what you mean yeah because when i look back i realized that when my parents were at my age they were older mm. than who i am today yeah well i mean i actually remember my mum turning 40 yeah and I thought to myself, I wonder if I'll live that old. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And here I am now 50. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look back at that and I used to think that they were so old when they were 40. Mm. Where in reality, they were probably still trying to figure out the world themselves. You know, <laughs> and, and what was actually happening. And here they've got mm-hmm. this brood of kids that they're trying to bring up and, and you know, pay yeah. for and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, It's very interesting. Mm. So tell me, Jade, um, do you think that an arrangement can go public? Some can, some can't. It depends on whether the sugar daddy wants to go public or not. Uh, If the sugar daddy isn't married, then he can't. Sometimes he can. So I know some sugar daddies in France, they can go public with their sugar babies, and it's okay. They don't care or they 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 don't really mind. So in some cultures, it's all right. But I think in English-speaking countries, most married daddies can't do it. But in France, or maybe in Italy, they also can do it. I think it's also, again, back down to the individual situation because, I mean, yeah. there are so many scenarios out there and there yeah. could be someone that's actually rich, married, yeah. Yeah. but their wife might be really ill or something like that and has given them the permission, permission to, to do it go and do it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, everyone's situation... And also different. some sugar daddies don't really have a sexual relationship with their sugar babies anyway. So they sure. are just uh, friends. Yeah. Yeah. So in that case, they can go public as well because okay. they are friends 
not really lovers. Yeah. So it depends on the individual situation. And tell us, how much allowance do they normally get? Well, um, normally the, allow- the, the allowance has a range between negotiable to $10,000 a month, right? That's what we do on the website. But in reality, the allowance can go higher than that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some, some sugar babies can get nearly $20,000 a month. Wow. Mm. Or some sugar babies become their employees in the end. Yeah, true. So they are employed by their sugar daddies. Okay, that's very interesting. Mm. And some of them get expensive gifts instead of allowance because some men want to give their sugar babies gifts, not allowance, because they don't want to feel being used in some way, right? I suppose, too, in a way, too, that that would also break down to taxation and... Where is this money going that you're giving away to this person? Where if it was in a gift, then they don't have to declare it as much and stuff like that. What would you say, like, what, what are the kind of gifts that they get, the luxury products? Um, again, it depends on the budget, right? Sure. So some sugar babies can receive luxury gifts such as a fancy car or even a house. And that person was on TV a few years ago. Right, so she got a house and a car from her sugar daddy. Mm. That's incredible. Mm. But but uh, common gifts can be luxury handbags, luxury jewelry, and clothes. And some sugar daddies may want to pay the sugar baby's tuition fee at university, because many of these babies are university students. Yeah, I've been actually hearing a lot about that in the last couple of years where mm. a lot of students are looking for that person that can help them with fees because it's it's an expensive thing and then they also don't want to finish their degree and they have to go back to debt where they're paying back that debt. So it's, um, it, it's very prevalent at the moment. Well, our website offers free memberships to sugar babies who are studying at universities. Okay. So if they join our website, for them it's a free membership. And where is your website based? Uh, well, the one you work for. <laughs> you mean you mean Let's Talk Sugar.com? Yes. It's based in Las Vegas. Okay. Mm. And Seeking.com is also based in Las Vegas. Right. Because that's the same company. So is that a big thing in Las Vegas? Do you know the the whole sugar baby? It's a it's a big company. thing in America. Yeah. And also in Australia. That's incredible. Mm. Um, also. How would you say the best way to meet someone for friendship is? Oh, that's a great question. So let's say you want to meet someone for friendship. You can help them in other ways. For instance, you can volunteer for a charity or for a politician. So let's say you are a volunteer for a charity. You work for them for free, right? Because you believe in a charity. You You don't really want anything from that person. You are there to help. Sure. And they are more likely to see you as friends. Because if a person is very rich, this person is always surrounded by all kinds of people asking for things from them, right? But if you are there to help, you don't really ask for anything. They will see you as a friend. That would probably be a good point with the um, politician also, because you would be involved and you would actually be meeting other people and other politicians possibly, who could maybe even want you as their sugar baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um... Once you know one sugar daddy, you will meet many other qualified sugar daddies or potential sugar daddies. 
you just need to enter that social circle sure. and you will meet many other similar rich men okay. automatically. And do you know if it's a very, because we're based in Adelaide, do you th- is it a very big thing here? Oh, it's a huge thing here. Really? <laughs> I don't think there was that many people with money here, but I'm Okay, I'm I, 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 can, I can tell you this. Uh, I had a membership on our website, seeking.com, and I also had another membership on rsvp.com, right? So RSVP is a mainstream dating website, whereas Seeking is a sugar daddy dating website, right? Sure. I didn't do anything on my profile, the same profile. I didn't reach out for anybody. I didn't contact anyone. Can you guess which profile has more attention from men? Sugar daddy. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. So both locations says Adelaide. And I got my attention from seeking.com. And so when you are getting... um the attention is that from people based in Adelaide or is yes. that people based anywhere in based the world? in Adelaide right. they were sending me messages but do you still get ones from overseas who may message you out of the blue or no okay local men in Adelaide right that means it's very popular here yeah, too definitely. yeah actually we have 10 million members all over the world wow. that's because if a man wants to join a sugar daddy website they will stay on the site for a very long time, for many years. Whereas if a man wants to join a mainstream dating website, they only stay there until they find a partner, right? Okay. So they will delete their profile once they found someone suitable to get married, sure. right? And can you tell us more about the website and, and you know, your writing? Uh, so on letstalksugar.com, I write a column about dating sugar daddies how to find sugar daddies, how to be a good sugar baby. So the target audience is actually women. But I also have many men reading my column. Do you find that there's a lot of um, gay men that also get involved? Yes, yes. Actually, uh, I'm pretty sure there are more gay men than lesbian women on seeking.com. Sure, yeah. Uh, Overall, we have perhaps... Uh, 75% of our members are female and 25% of our members are male. That's incredible. That's actually really high. Really? Uh, yeah, for, you know, when you think about it. Why? Why do you think it's very high? I think it's actually quite normal. Well, we could, uh, because I didn't assume there would be that many gay rich men. Do you know what I mean? That could oh, potentially oh, have oh, oh. the relationship with a sugar baby. Well, there are many gay rich men. <laughs> yeah, there must be. <laughs> <laughs> because because, because um, many rich men, they are gay and they may want to find someone on seeking just to live their love life on their term, on their own terms, right? So that's why they join seeking, to live a love life on their own terms. Do you, I mean, I suppose you wouldn't know because they probably have their profiles secret, but... I wonder how many celebrities or people that would be very Oh, you, well can, you can Google. You will, oh, see, you will really? see celebrities. Yeah. Wow. The problem is if you Google... You, you, you I can <laughs> hear everybody typing away right now as we speak. Well, <laughs> well if you Google celebrities on seeking.com, um, you, you, you may see a lot of news, right? Sure. Yeah, so you can find it out yourself. Right. Mm. Very interesting. Mm. So... Um, Thank you so much for the chat. We're going to wrap it up. Okay. Um, but, Jade, please tell the listeners how they can 
get onto the website or find out more information? Well, if they want to read my column, they can go to letstalksugar.com. If they want to join our website, you can go to seeking.com, S-E-E-K-I-N-G.com. That's great. Mm. Fantastic. Thanks so much for your time. That's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Ants Talk, the next best thing since crumpets.